0: Welcome to another episode of Forever Yellow on Black. I'm your host, Paul. You can find me on Twitter at paul underscore football. You can follow Forever Yellow on Black on Facebook and also on Twitter. So we'll do a quick review of the Geelong game. We'll have a look at some of the injuries and replacements for the Adelaide game and do a quick preview before our preview episode later in the week of our vital, vital game against Adelaide. Don't underestimate them, but go Tides Forever Yellow on Black. Can't wait till September ends and we get into the finals in October. Fast, up, when ends. Plenty of time. Handballed into no man's territory. There, Martin had to look at that. He was surrounded by five of them. But have a look at that. And that is absolutely brilliant. Had a heap of cats around him. Kept his eyes on it. Mengele just took his eye off it slightly, and uh, superb by Martin. Out to Dangerfield, loves kicking on that non preferred side. High ball, Hawkins waiting back. Grimes! Over the top of Bolton with a ripper. And look at this for a Mark. And that's what both of these teams do really well. They leave their opponents, get over to support, and Grimes already had one big spoil, but teams are good beauty. Let's see how dangerous he can be here. Blitzars, and now Curvis. It's Revolt who's dangerous, and he gets the first goal of the match, Jack. So last Friday night, we took on the Cats at Metricon Stadium in what was a home game for Geelong uh, on the Gold Coast in windy conditions all day, but they seemed to uh, clean up. Wasn't any rain around like we thought there could potentially be. The end scores, uh, Geelong four goals, 7-31, Richmond seven at 15-57. Obviously, you've always got to take into account that a few of those um, points get rushed, but... We really should have had this game at bed, um, by three-quarter time. Should have probably been 50 to 60 points up at that stage was uh the dominance that we had throughout the match. And uh, John did get back um with a shot at goal by Hawkins. Could have got back to 10 points halfway through the last quarter and, and that will probably be forgotten. He plays on, snaps around a corner, misses. We go up the other end with some brilliant handballing the running game, you know, the the chaos ball that uh, Dimmer's phrasing for us, and uh, the ball ended up in the hands of Castagna. They're probably good he didn't have time to think about it. Strolls into forty and puts it through beautifully through the middle, and and basically seals the game. And and, and Jack kicks the last of the match just to put the icing on the cake. We have Adelaide coming up, and uh, in that game, uh, certainly that is our opportunity to seal a top four spot against a team who's on a very good run Um, three wins in September and that's many more wins than Essendon have got in the past 15 to 16 years just to rub it into any uh, Essendon supporters I doubt they'd be listening to this at all Tom Hawkins was nullified really in in two ways Um, we crowded their back line uh, sorry, their forward line Um, Bolter was doing the body work and Grimes coming over the top Grimes taking a couple of Absolute screamers. And, you know, some people are saying that he's had better games this season. But for me, that was his um, just a consummate professional. Really interesting um, in a lot of ways that I believe this is the first game um, in AFL history, and I could be wrong here, where the winning team has not had a player with more than 19 possessions because that was the most we had. It was such an even performance. Jack doing a great job kicking four winchy unfortunately, doing his hamstring. Um, and as we've uh, already um, commented on, Soldo with the ACL. And, you know, that's a 12 to 14 month, uh, uh, basically, injury there. Huge loss for us as well. Um, but we take on Adelaide this week. Um, and that's, uh, you know, let's put the cliche out there. A must-win game. Really should beat Adelaide. Um, some people are saying that in the last game, Adelaide and North Melbourne, who's going to tank more? But the number one draft pick, is that going to be any different than number two draft pick this year? There doesn't seem to be any, um, you know, obviously with COVID changing the way football's been played, there's not going to be that outstanding prospect. Uh, if there is, we're not really being told about them. Um, unlike a few of the players, obviously, that were up uh, and about um, for the 2020 season. Um Baker, his usual tough, smiley self. Um, I thought Camden McIntosh was running, was brilliant. Cotch hard at the ball again, copped a couple head high tackles, but that back line was absolutely magnificent. On a different night, we end up winning that set of by twenty six points. We win that, you know, you win that by eight or nine goals. So the kicking has been a concern though this year. If you look at it, that's twenty two shots. Um, we lost a game you know, a couple of months ago against Greater Western Sydney when we are on top and kick six goals, 14. So the goal kicking certainly is uh, an issue. Can it be solved? Yes, it can. But um, we are well placed. Let's be honest about that. More than likely we get our win and we're going to be facing the Port Adelaide in uh, Adelaide, our Best case scenario, I believe, especially with our record in Queensland, the fact we've been up here for the last few months, would be to play Brisbane in Brisbane. It's going to be an exciting uh, week next week for us. Um, get over the Adelaide kind of hoodoo, beat them over there, and um, be well placed for the top four spot. Not have to worry about any other result whatsoever. As always, Go Tykes! On a bit more somber news from the game or the great win against Sean, Soldo with the confirmed ACL for a big man. You know, you're looking at 12 to 14 months recovery. Harder for a big man in a lot of occasions as well. Um, Good news is that he's he's still very young. So that ability with hard work to come back uh, will certainly be there. And uh, also Lynch. Um, With his hamstring tear there as well Um, Obviously um, if that's managed well Then that's uh, a chance for him to really come back very strong for the finals And in a way you look at these things and you go What else uh, can you take out of it? That's opportunity You know Chol looks like getting a chance to come into the team And you've got players like Caddy on the fringe Um, And it's also a disappointing time, not only for the players who are injured and we do feel for you. Our hearts are with you. Um, having done ACLs myself, it's uh, I couldn't think of a harder recovery to do. But you look at guys like CCJ, and I don't want to beat up on Sydney Stack and Coleman Jones anymore. We've all done that. But these would have been the opportunities um, to you know, maybe have your chance at finals glory you only have to look at uh, graham in 2017 getting his chance with a few games to go and winning a premiership and then obviously last year uh the number 50 the sensational footballer the one game of wonder everyone said in pickett no um you get your opportunities in football and, and there's a whole history over it and that's uh, the disappointing thing so we wish the boys the best with their recovery and we also say to those who are missing out on opportunities now Use this as a learning tool, come back bigger and better. And for those who are pushing for their opportunities, you've got the chance now, boys. Grab it. This is a uh, top four on the line this week against Adelaide and a chance uh, to play in another premiership in a historic first night grand final at the Gabba. Go Tigers! So we'll do a preview uh, of the Richmond Crows game uh, that's going to be taking place on Saturday afternoon uh, in Adelaide later in the week. But we just want to quickly touch on who potentially could come into the team. Uh, Obviously, Tom Lynch um, with his leg injury, Sido out in the ruck. Um, We've also got Asprey and Edwards likely to be coming back. Do they play this week? I think Edwards needs a run, so potentially he could come in. Um, Bolton's starting to look a little bit tired, had a great season, but been a heavy workload going from a half forward, half back into, uh, you know... seventy five to eighty percent of the game midfielder takes a toll on the young body, so going to be some really uh, interesting selections uh, this week. um could chol come straight back in obviously uh choll and then Curvish choll gives us that little bit of mobility around the ground. Could caddy come into the forward line and play that second uh marking forward like he did in seventeen and eighteen um Do we put asprey back in with with no match fitness and you know there are some risks with selection this week. But, geez, even with the injuries, the the, the depth at Tigerland for the next few years is amazing. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing which way they go there. Um, I was really impressed. Um, we've already done our review, but really impressed with Rioli's work rate um, last week. So, you know, there's been people who have asked for him to be dropped each week. Castagna kicked the ceiling goal. So, you know, maybe we settle a little bit. Uh, but, you know, resting Bolton may not be a bad thing and a couple, obviously, enforced changes there as well. So it's going to be interesting. 15th time I've said that word uh, on who we bring in, and it's really exciting um, to be able to have a look at the machinations and see where we go. Have to get the job done, obviously, against Adelaide. There's no given in the AFL at all, um, but we should do it. And as always, go Tykes. One of the things we always focus on uh, as supporters is the history of our club. And we always look at uh, past players, which I think is a great thing. We do it on this podcast as well. So today we're going to focus on the famous number five worn by many uh, brilliant footballers and uh, Jack Ross being the the current uh, recipient of that beautiful number. Vic Thorpe, 1912 to 1925, 226 games. And, you know, we've had so many fullbacks and he would have to certainly be um, our champion fullback in our formative years. Um, Apparently a brilliant defender. Obviously, I am old, but never got the same. And, um, you know, to play 226 games back in that period and and through the war years is an amazing effort. Obviously, uh, one of the absolute stalwarts of our club, whether he was a player as a as a ruckman, um, but going on to also be one of the people who really went on and saved uh, our club as well was Neville Crow, 150 games between 1957 and, and 67. I got to know him in our save our skins campaign and and got to meet him and photos and so forth and didn't really get to obviously see him as a player. It's a little bit before my time. And that's the same as uh, Bill Morris, 134 games. Uh, Jack Dyer described him as a freak. And if he says that, uh, then I'll take that on board. Uh, Really, really great Ruckman there. 44 to 51, once again, at the end of those kind of war years. Um, Now, we just played Geelong. So, you know, uh, someone who played many more games than I actually thought he did for some reason. But uh, Brad Ottens, Otto, um, who I just thought was a magical mark and, and really was probably one of those players that you look back over your supporting career and go, God, did we ever really get the best out of him? He was a number two draft pick, and I just, I just absolutely loved him. I thought he was so mobile, such a great mark, and could have been a all-time great at Tigerland, but still is is one of the best to ever wear. Number five, uh, Emmett Dunn, 109 games. What more can you say about him in 77-83 um, played in the premiership side in 1980. A yibbity-yibbity, uh, Rex Hunt, 100 games, 69 to 74. I just, I try and come into these um, thinking, like, how many guy, uh, games did these kind of guys you know play? Um, and then, you know, Troy Simmons, Jamie Tate. Brandon Ellis, who's now at the Suns, two-time premiership player. I mean, we've just had such a rich um, history and, and hopefully um, players like Ross can go on and build on that history as well. But, jeez, who is the best player to ever wear the five at Richmond? That would be uh, that would be interesting. But beyond that, obviously, it's also the legacy they've left post-careers. You know, people like Rex Hunt, what a great commentator. You know, uh, Neville Crow um, just loved our club so much. So sometimes it's beyond football as well. Uh, but the number five being a magical number for us. Around that. Oh goodness me! Big nick takes and a big knock away by Nichols. Hunt comes in with the ball now. Hunt kicks it out to the wing position. Hunt's kick now coming on the members stand flank. Play. The players hit themselves. Robert Walsh didn't have a skill went up a mask, did not come out with it. Mackay just crashes his way out But the Another kick full of courage. Nichols comes out, put it out. Well thanks for joining us on Forever Yellow and Black I'm your host Paul, you can get me on Paul underscore football You can follow Forever Yellow and Black on Facebook Please join the conversation there As well as Twitter We'll be there always for the Tigers And as always, Go Tigers!